Hello everyone, uh, this is just quick note before I let you listen to the episode. Um, this, I started recording in my closet, and it was rough, but I would just like to apologize for any inconsistent sound or like glitching, because we're doing this over the uh, internet, and as you'll see, it went wrong once. I don't know if it happened again, but... Really hope not. So, enjoy. So, welcome to day two of the day one podcast. This is like our second time trying this, because first time is super awkward. He had to cut that out. But today I'm joined by Colton. Caleb's going to be on the next one. So, <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of topics today. So, uh, first off, this is Colton. Oh, we're starting with me. Okay. Um... I guess we'll yeah. start. I guess we'll start with this. So, I was recently rewatching some old, old or not old movies, but I was rewatching some movies that came out a while back, and I came across Batman: The Dark Knight on Netflix. I didn't realize it was still on Netflix, but good, I... good movie, huh? It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, yeah, it's, it's really good. good. I watched it twice today, just because it was pretty good um best joker appearance in heath ledger oh my god oh my gosh heath ledger was so good as the joker he played a really good performance and um, it's sad he died right before the movie was released he never got to see it released um drugs they mess you up man (laughs) yeah they do uh christian bale christian bale right it's christian bale um yeah he yeah he did a really good job with the Batman. I think those were my two favorite actors for the Joker and Batman. They played a really good uh, characters. And they... Um, I, I That was just a really they're good just, They're good. It's, it's I don't really know what else to say about it. I, it kind of just connects to Dan Harmon's story circle, which is the, also, the other topic I wanted to uh, bring up. Bring up, yeah. Uh, because as I whoa, we got some uh, internet connection problems with that. Um, you good? I can't hear what you're saying. Oh boy, that's not good. Mm, I there's um, I'll be back. Mm. He's having some internet problems. I've got to go grab my phone and find out what's going on with him. I will be back, though. Crystal cool. All right. So, welcome back, y'all. We had some technical difficulties. Had to run to the rescue, tell him that his stuff was messed up. (laughs) Something always goes wrong. I for real opened... I opened YouTube just to see if I could find the video for you guys, and it killed my audio, apparently. I ain't hear nothing. You said it was bad, but whatever, man. Alright, um, so we were with the, uh, story circle, I think. Oh, gosh, okay, so... We had been talking about Batman Dark Knight. Yeah, and that had brought up the topic of Dan Harmon's story circle, because I watched a video 
when I was as I watched Dark Knight, for some reason that video had popped up, and it was. Uh, I think it was called Dan Harmon's Story Circle, Eight Ways to Improving Your Story, or something like that. You know, it's no secret that it popped up. The algorithm knew that you were watching Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Almost definitely knew. Most definitely. I mean, you can mention something nowadays, and boom, you've got advertisement popped up for hundreds of different things. It's crazy. Have you ever watched um, that one documentary on uh, Netflix, Social Dilemma? It's crazy, man. No, I haven't. You need to. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'll have to. It's really I'm good. Go into... watching it tonight. It's kind of like a docudrama. Like, there's a there's a story going on while the documentary's going on, and they start bringing up all these facts about how the algorithm's meant to track you and keep you looped in as, as long as it can. It's, it's mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely, because it, it'll hear everything you say, and then it will give you anything that you've been wanting or mentioning just to keep you interested like somebody may be talking about getting dog treats and then boom you've got advertisements going up putting you on petco and pet smart it's crazy all these websites um, um it's just it's wild anywho it should be illegal like there should be strict laws that say that that shouldn't happen but i don't know well, I don't know about that. It's, I'm going to take something from the movie. You're literally a voodoo doll. All right, you're exactly. a voodoo doll on the strings of the people tracking you. Yeah, and I could see the that. More, a... the, more that you, the more time you spend on your device, it gets one more hair, one more thread. It tracks you. Well, okay, yeah, I could see that. I could see that being coming a problem. It already is a problem. Yeah. Anyways, back to this all started from your story circle. Story circle. Um, so the story circle, uh, I, I found it off of that video, Eight Ways to Improving Your Writing. And it's essentially a eight-step process created by Dan Harmon, which also created Rick and Morty from Adult Swim. Um I'm pretty sure he wrote it. Um, So he created this eight-step process that basically just gives you the gist of every story. Um, Every Dark Knight story or like... Well, no, every, every, just any story in general. But this video wanted to use a perfect example of that story circle. Um to represent how it actually worked, and they connected the Dark Knight to it. And it goes along the lines of you. There, it's, 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 so there's a, two, two halves of the circle, too. There's the um, peace phase, and then there's the chaos phase. So the peace phase is more like introducing your character, getting them ready to do this thing for whatever they need and then it loops back around to the return and the end of the story and then the chaos phase is more like going to get that thing and do what they want or do what they need and going through the trials and tribulations to do it well this the process goes about step one is you it's introducing your protagonist and kind of getting you to learn about them so it's like um, writing, uh, like writing your own story. 
Right. Oh yeah, no, no. So you you could use this to write your own story. Most definitely, I wrote a short story and I kind of went along these guidelines. You don't have to go along them exactly, but I tried seeing what would happen if I did, and it actually came out pretty well. Hmm. So, so, so the second step goes about like need. So it kind of introduces a problem to your character's story, like something they need to do or something they want. Um, or like, so for example, uh, you could say just in a basic story, um, how about Mario? Mario wants to save Princess Peach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so no, we know our character, that's you, that's Mario, and we know what he needs, he needs to save the princess. And then stage three is Go. Go is basically, he sets off to go get this. So Mario goes off to these areas to essentially get to the castle and save Princess Peach. Then we enter the chaos phase. Chaos phase is essentially Mario has to um, is going to lose things and he's going to go through these and, and we don't think of Mario as like such a deep story but I'm just using this as an example. Yeah. Mario's going to lose things and he's going to go through these adventures. So step four is more... Um, like, um, I, I can't, there's a word for each of them. I can't remember the, all the words right now, but step four is more like, uh, introduces a new problem or a new rock in the road. Yeah. Uh, and then steps, uh, five, the, uh, finally are about to get what they want. Step six, they get what they want. Seven is the return. So you're finally, you've resolved the problem and you're coming back up from the chaos phase. He's defeated Bowser and he has saved the princess. He's returned home to the kingdom. And then stage eight is like the complete end. We see our character has changed like Mario. He's probably, this is also weird to use as an example because we don't really see Mario mentally or emotionally change from saving the princess. I don't know. Those Goombas mess him up. I know they do. They do, man. But, like, stage eight is where we kind of see that that change in our character because of what he's gone through to get what he needed to do done. Yeah. So, we can see that in Batman Arkham Knight. It's... You'd have to watch the video for a more detailed example because I... I was kind of confused at first whenever I first watched it, but it's like... um, It just loops around. Yeah, it loops. It completely loops around. There's the peace phase where we learn about our character and also see how they've changed, and the chaos phase where they go to get it and they go through these tri- these problems to go yeah. get it. So, like Batman, uh, spoilers if you haven't watched the movie already. Um, but Bruce Wayne, he loses Harvey Dent as a friend. He loses um, Rachel. Well, I'm sure if you haven't watched. Dark Knight yet? That's you just. That's you yeah. That's kind of already watched it. Should have already watched it, but he loses Harvey Dent as his friend, and he loses Rachel, which was his love interest. But um, he did it in order. Right. He did it to preserve the name of Batman and keep on this legacy, and keep being the vigilante he was. Um, but we definitely see his character change from the beginning to the end. Yeah, yeah. Because in the beginning, 
and he doesn't want anything to do with this and that. But then he's definitely like become more, um, you know, whole. I guess, yeah, whole. But at the same time, he had to lose a lot to do that. Yeah, it's just good, solid story. It was a pretty good story. Batman Dark Knight was a really good movie. Um, he's, right, so is that, that's all we have to say about the story circles, or that's that's yeah, that's all I have to say about the story circle. Um, I mean, you should check it out though. I I can send you the picture after this. Um, but I use that to create the start, short story. I don't think I showed you do that either. I might have to send that to you too. Yeah. Um, something that I want to talk about is um, bomb pops. All right, so oh, God. I <laughs> I had a um. There's these cookies and cream bomb pops. All right, so it's got it's like a chocolate outside, and then on the inside it's like vanilla ice cream. I don't know, it's weird. What? It tastes exactly like Oreos. I don't. It's weird. What? But they're really, really good. I've never heard of this. I thought you were t- when you mentioned this to me earlier. I thought you were talking about the bread, white, and blue fireworks. Oh, I was talking about. I was talking about cookies and cream. All right, it sounds sounds weird. You're like bomb pop. That's that frozen treat or whatever. It's it's still frozen. It's still ice cream popsicle. That sounds like mochi. I mean, it's not really mochi, but it's more uh, you know, dreamsicle, right? Yes. It's more like that, but it's still got the bomb pop shape, and it's still on the stick because it's a popsicle. Huh. But it's like this. Where did you property. find this? I don't know. My dad barely... got them from um, Walmart, I think. Oh, it was I either Walmart or County Market all day, something are, like that. These are this is interesting. Interesting. But they're really good. I'd highly recommend them. Have you tried the the mochi from Aldi? Oh my god! I did. It's but I good. got the um. Oh, I got a nasty flavor. Bro, they have um peach. That wasn't a good one. Yeah, they have peach. Uh, I think we got like mango, and the mango wasn't very good. Strawberry and cookies. Well, we got, we got green that. tea. We got green tea. Oh. Green tea's nasty. Green tea, bro. I need, I need to. I need to try that one. That just because I've always been told to try green tea mochi, so I need to try that. But I've tried. I've tried the strawberry. I've tried the peach. I've tried. The cookies and cream, I'm pretty sure. Cookies and cream stuff's just good. Actually, it's no. Just, it's just good. Yeah, cookies and cream and chocolate, actually. There was a chocolate one, too. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Yeah, but pretty... I know I've tried green tea, and then I tried the mango one. Yo, why is your dad getting all the funky flavors? I don't know. It was my mom that got the green tea one. My dad oh. didn't like the green tea. My mom was like, yeah, it's green tea. It's supposed to be healthy. It didn't taste good. <laughs> it didn't taste good. I don't care if green tea is good for you. It's mochi. It's ice, it's ice cream. cream. Oh, but, but that's what I have to say about the, that's all I have to say about the bomb pops. It's just <sighs> oh, what other flavors of bomb pops are there? Like I have no idea. I've never even heard of these barbaric inventions. Cookies and cream. I know there's another one. Uh, there's watermelon. There's a watermelon flavor. Watermelon? Yeah, it, it's got like these candy seeds in it sprinkled throughout it, and it's like watermelon flavored. 
really good. The candy seeds, delicious. Love them. But I kind of I haven't been able to find them ever. Like ever, they like discontinued them, and I'm very upset they about. Discontinued it. the watermelon. That sounds good. It was so good. It was. I, it was better than the red, white, and blue. Like all these flavors that I'm talking about, better than red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue is really good, but oh. cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is arguable because it depends if you want that creamy center or not. Like it depends, you know. What do you want? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Is it a Thursday? Thursday you're going red, white, and blue. But if oh. it's a Saturday, you're going cookies and cream. Oh. I and Tuesdays, Tuesdays are watermelon. Only if you're back whenever they sold them. Because I'm telling you, they had to have discontinued them because I haven't seen them few like few years at least. I almost forgot it was Friday. <laughs> it feels like Anything. it's Saturday. I know, right? Um. Oh my gosh! As soon as you said bomb, I immediately was. Was just got Superman because I was thinking of uh, I've been thinking of Sekiro because I got Sekiro recently and that's probably one of the hardest of the From Software games. It's more skill based than uh, RPG based because in like Dark Souls, if you have the perfect, if you have like a game breaking build, you can really beat the. You can just destroy bosses. Like there's a build. Um, there's uh bows in Dark Souls aren't that great. But there's this one great bow in particular that can do like three hundred damage per shot. And there's this glitch you can do with it where you can automatically fire ten great arrows, meaning if you have the perfect build you can do over three thousand damage with that. Is that a lot? I don't know Dark Souls numbers. Uh three thousand is probably enough to insta kill the first couple bosses and then if you keep improving your dexterity and strength that improves the damage of the arrows as well also meaning you just keep insta-killing and insta-killing bosses as you progress so if you have the right build you can just insta-kill every boss yeah that's uh gee i wish they had that in other games precisely but in Sekiro, it's not rpg based like you can't buy new weapons and armor and stuff like that, that's gonna make you game-breaking. You can, sure, you can buy, like, some skills in the skill tree, and you can do some more damage and, and stuff, but you're never gonna be able to do that one-shot build from Dark Souls, and I'm pretty sure that's what makes everybody mad, because they from move, they move from a game that can be incredibly easy if you... People were mad about that? Yeah, no, they were mad because they were... Some a lot of them are used to that easy setup. Like if they're in that mindset where, all right, if I learn how to make a game breaking build, the game's going to be easy. So they never actually get good at it because mad about that. You can't make every game the same basis. Well, so what ended up happening was Sekiro was a more skill based game. So because a lot of people were in that mindset where they could just build a, a breakable or breaking game breaking yeah. build, uh, then it's gonna be super easy for them. Well, in Sekiro, that's just not how it is. So everybody got mad because it was too hard of a game. <laughs> they're mad because they're bad at the game. 
kind of yeah you could say that like a lot of people i'm not even kidding this was a controversy back then people were demanding the um lead developer of the game for an easy mode because they were bad at the game yeah there were there were news articles and everything where were debating whether there should be an easy mode in the game or not okay Um, hold that thought for just a second i forgot to put the podcast and recording thing on my door my dad, the people are just going to keep walking in my room. I got to go put that up. I'll, I'll be back. Just continue. Oh, okay, make sure to cut this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so people just got controversial about that easy mode thing. I've had, I haven't had that bad of a time, but I've played a lot of different games other than Dark Souls, so I've gotten pretty skillful in it. I like the combat aspects of Sekiro. Um, and the progression types. I like that you can get like prosthetic arm tools and stuff. That was pretty cool. Uh, and there's a slow progression to it. And, and I like that the more you progress, the better you get. I'm back. Uh, had to just go slap that on my door real quick. Don't worry, you didn't miss much. I was literally just talking about the combat and stuff. Yeah. And the progression system. So, about it, though. Uh, do you care if I spoil the game at all? I don't think you should do that. Oh, okay. Only I mean, because, I'm, like, I might I'm not, play the game, you know? I'm not going to spoil the story. But, oh, like... Okay, yeah. Just okay. in the gaming spoil, aspect. So, um... In the beginning, okay, I'm going to spoil one part of the story. In the beginning, like very beginning. Um, at the very beginning of the game, you fight Lord Genichiro. And this this boss fight is so rigged. Because no matter what happens, you still lose the boss fight. <laughs> so, is this supposed to happen? Yeah, you're, you're supposed to lose. Oh, okay. So like, um, the first... So people are mad about that, probably. So there's two ways this can go out. The first way is you lose and um, Lord Genichiro cuts your arm off. Like, completely slices your arm off. Okay. And then the second way that it can happen is you win. But what ends up happening is whenever you beat Lord Genichiro, there, a shuriken comes out of the sky and whenever you go to deflect it, he stands back up and cuts your arm off anyway. <laughs> it's so, so bullcrap. It doesn't matter. It's so bullcrap. But at the same time, I am thankful because um, if they, like, cheesed it in a way that if you were to win, hit, beat him, uh, you wouldn't get your prosthetic arm. Because whenever you lose your arm, you wake up with a, a stonemason or whatever, and he gives you a prosthetic arm. And with that prosthetic arm, you can grapple hook. You have a grapple hook. You can unlock these special abilities. Oh, so it would really be ruined if they just. Didn't oh yeah, it would give... be so. The game would be so much harder without that prosthetic arm, because there's like fireworks and stuff that can stun the enemy. And I tell you what, there's a there's a boss that you're gonna need those fireworks for. Trust me. Um, without those fireworks, I don't think I ever would have beaten it. Oh, you beat it. Yeah, I ended up I ended up beating that boss. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, because we were talking about that over the party a couple days back. That took forever, though. It was funny, though, because 
uh, I gave up that night, and then the next morning, first try, destroyed him. Like, he, I crushed him. <sighs> Sometimes I debate whether sleep is actually good for you uh, when in those types of games. Like sometimes, good. Sometimes I'll just go to sleep, and then the next morning, first, uh, first try, I'll beat the boss. Or complete opposite. I mean, that's happened to me. That's true. Um, huh? You want to tell them about all of our Minecraft realm issues that we've had oh. in the past week? We have been trying <laughs> to find a suitable Minecraft realm. There's on- seven of us. So yeah, there's seven easy. of us, and we're trying to find a suitable Minecraft factions realm because we like factions, we like role play and stuff like that. So we like to get into that stuff. Well, the problem is, apparently, there's very few f- factions realms, and the ones we do find are super stupid. We have joined two Discord servers, and the admins abused their power and oh, yeah. didn't know what they were doing. Now. You've probably heard this quote before. I mean, if you've been in Discord, you've probably heard this once or twice. It's my server, my rules. That bullcrap is all that they spouted. They had staff, but those staff had no power whatsoever. As soon as they said that, those staff either quit or they got kicked out because they were like, that's bullcrap. Yeah, Colton, you want to tell them about how you had admin for a good two hours? Oh, yeah, no, so uh, in the second server, I was admin because I was genuinely interested in helping them out organize their server. And then after two about two hours, um, they realized that I actually was trying to make the server more organized and uh, more fair. And because I was trying to make it more fair, and they were the admins and they and they wanted uh, to have all the power. Uh, they got mad at me. Yeah, and I was on, because they challenged us to a Minecraft war. And so, uh, we agreed, at least, we agreed with one person of the clan that they couldn't step on our land until the war. Well, you know, I was on, and I was just mining, you know, because it's Minecraft, you know, you gotta mine. So, I'm on, and the dude's invisible, and he's trying to put lava on me. And then we confront him in the Discord about it, and he says, No, I didn't agree to that rule, so it doesn't apply to me. Whenever his clan member agreed to it. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure that he should have coordinated that, because his clan his clan member kind of signed him into that. Um, and Now, then... it's fair that he didn't know it. Maybe he didn't realize it until we'd mention it. But either way, he signed. He was signed into it, so it's like, sorry, you just need to accept that. And then, and then we added everyone to try to get their opinion, and then they banned us for it. Well, no, they banned Colton for it, because Colton added everyone being serious about it, and then they banned him. And then, you know, I was tired of this, so I just spammed at everyone. I got banned. I don't care. I'm done with them. Hey, man, I think they were just intimidated by our intelligence. It's like we were levels above I, them. I sent them updated rules and stuff that were like so organized. I'm going to have to send them to you after this. But I made a really organized 
war rule list and a rule list so that they could have something to work with because their rules were literally like a hyphen and then no no poison no admin armor no this they spelled admin wrong they spelled everything wrong they spelled so much stuff wrong it was so in grammatically incorrect so i made it grammatically correct i made it italicized and i made it neat and organized into little sections there was like chat rules there was like war rules and they're like oh yeah that's really nice and then immediately after they agreed to my rules, which, by the way, the rules also that I made that they agreed to did not say anything about adding everyone. Um, oh, yeah, the rules after they after they banned us for adding everyone, the rules didn't even say don't add everyone. It didn't say anything about doing that. So it was just crap that they pulled out. Another problem with their server was that all of their um, staff were friends yeah that's that's a problem you shouldn't first invite your friends now now if you actually genuinely 100 percent trust them and the other staff members trust them and think they should be in staff then they should be in staff but everyone, inviting... everyone was allowed admin they still didn't everyone. have power but yeah no they, they 11 year old with anger issues they were like they were like hey you want to be admin yeah all right now you're admin like that's that is the application process to be admin in that server, and it's so messed up. They blocked me afterwards. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, no, they blocked me a hundred percent, completely blocked me. That's all um, right. We'll be going back there. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I, oh, I don't... and the server we were in uh, before that, it was exactly the same, exactly the same. And then we told the the new server, the second server, about it, and they were like, "No, we hate people like that. Can't stand them." And then we, they we'd never be like that. It was... Yeah, they're like, we'd never be like that. And then, yet yeah, there they are. This was after, like, a solid three days of just hardcore playing. I wish you could have seen or heard what we were talking about in the admin chat. So, the kid that waged war on us, um, <laughs> I was talking to him about it. And he's like, I'm being all civil and respectful. I'm like, you know, trying to voice my opinion and stuff. And then he's just like, you know, I think it's unfair that you were able to postpone it for two weeks and stuff. And I was like, well, I mean, I uh, am not going to be available, so I'm not postponing it because I am unprepared. Well, I mean, technically I'm not prepared because I'm not going to be able to be on. But it's not that I'm trying to give myself more time to get ready. It's just that I can't get on. I mean, it's kind of silly because it's all Minecraft, but still, still. At the same, and, and then this kid's like, no, it's unfair because you're allowing him to postpone it for two weeks, but you're not allowing me this. So then the kid ends up trying to argue that he deserves benefits in the war and we don't because we, because have, more we, we have more people. But the problem is if you are going to wage war on somebody you know has more manpower than you, then you don't deserve to whine for more benefits. You knew what you were getting into and you knew who you were going to war with. So don't go to war with Imagine if people were ruling our country. Imagine that. Oh gosh. America would be a deep dark pit of despair it would go to chaos it would be anarchy they'd be like my country my rules 
And I think that our first rule should be no, no guns. No rules. No, they'd say no guns, but then they'd spell it wrong and be like GNs. No guns. Yeah. That'd be in the official constitution of the United States, too. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it's rough. 30 minute mark. What do you mean? We hit the 30 minute mark. Plus the other one. Oh, all right. <laughs> We're going to have to cut some of that out. You know that, right? Maybe the beginning, because, you know. I don't, I don't think they'd like to listen to us set up. <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave the good parts in. The good parts? The good what part. do you mean, the good parts? Like, the parts... The good parts of me sprinting back and forth. <laughs> um... We still got more uh, more stuff to talk about. I mean, I think I've mentioned a lot of my uh, stuff. Maybe you should. I mentioned bomb pops. Um. All right. Um. Next thing. Um. Hmm. Misery. Have you seen Misery? I don't think you have. No, I haven't. I haven't seen Misery either. All right. I've seen it. I've seen it. Well, I know you have because you're about to. All right. Tell me about it. Uh, it's a book by Stephen King. I'm sure the book's really good. Stephen King book, The Shining. The Shining, they botched that movie so bad. The movie was awful. I read the book. The book is really good. But, uh, yeah, Misery. Um, you can watch it on HBO Max. Um, basically, this guy, he's a writer, and I'm pretty sure it takes place in Colorado. Because the two Stephen King places of movies and books, it's either Maine or Colorado. Hmm. Because The Shining takes place in Colorado too and then I know that it and Pet Cemetery both take place in Maine. <gasps> so then um Interesting. Yeah, this guy he's a writer and then um I don't I don't want to give that away cuz that's like key point. I'm not I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not that guy. But I just wanted to tell you go watch it. It's been in my brain for like the past week. I watched it last week. It is so good. Is it a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. It's like around, I think it's two hours. It's an hour and 45, I think. Oof. Okay. I don't know. Well, I mean, I need, I need to start that uh, new age. Of, I can't even remember what the, the what it's called now. But it's like a mini documentary. It's, it's, it's a documentary with mini episodes about... Uh, Edo Japan, I'm pretty sure. It's about uh, the age of samurai. I gotta watch that. That, that weirdly enough, going back to our conversation of um, the voodoo doll and, and, and all that, um, I was what I was, I've been playing Sekiro, and now everything I'm getting on my uh, recommended and Netflix is like that age of Japan stuff and <laughs> gotcha. and 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 the first sam and the last samurai with Christian Bale and all these samurai stuff and ninja stuff. You think they've been listening to our uh, Minecraft stuff? Oh, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm scared to check my YouTube now. Oh, everything I'm everything on there is gonna uh, be Minecraft. Watermelon flavored discontinued twenty years old. Uh Batman huh? Night official flavor. 
What? They're going to give you it, it all at once. They're going to try to do that. And then you spend hundreds of dollars on watermelon bomb pops that you don't know what to do with, and they're expired. <laughs> then you eat them all, and you throw up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that reminds me. This episode. That reminds me of, um. oh, my gosh. I'm having such a brain fart right now. There's this other movie with Will Smith and his kid that reminded me of that Pursuit buying of a bunch of stuff. Huh? Happiness? Yes, the pursuit of happiness. They bought all those x-ray machines, but they didn't know what to do with them after because nobody would buy them. I know. That movie is wonderful. I don't know. Will Smith got robbed. I don't know how he didn't win the Oscar. That was a great movie. I watched that. That was very sad. Uh, I wish I could talk about that, but I don't know. Um, Yeah, at the the beginning, uh, I was wondering why they misspelled happiness in the name, and now I get it. It's yeah. Just like that story circle you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You remember the scene where they had to sleep in the bathroom, bro? Yeah, it's all based on a true story. Did you know that? It is? Yeah, it's 100%. Oh. And they had the actual guy that it's about on set. Like Consult? Help. Yeah. It's you ever, 100%. You watch... You ever watch White Collar? No. I watched White Collar. That show was discontinued, and I don't know why they discontinued that one. That one was a good one. Speaking of shows but, that discontinued. Oh, no. Go on. But, um, it, it, um, oh, gosh. Why do I have to have such bad memory? <laughs> it. Oh, oh, I, now I remember. On set, they had um, an actual FBI consultant consult on the show and help them create a realistic-looking FBI office for because they have multiple scenes, right? And they have yeah. Burke's home. They have the office. They have all these sets. Well, the office was actually created by a criminal informant that was taken in by the FBI to help them consult. Um, so that was pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed how they how they went to get somebody to help them make this office look realistic. Yeah. That's actually the show where I got the Java Jive from. <laughs> um, I was talking about shows that were discontinued. Um, you know what Clarence is on uh, Cartoon Network? Yes. Good show. Haven't watched it. I just know it. Yeah, watch it. It's it's really good. It's really good. I don't know why they discontinued it. I'm kind of whatever. Uncle Grandpa. Uncle Grandpa. I I don't know how I felt about that. It's so. It, sometimes it was good. Other times I didn't. I didn't get into that. But it was around the time of Clarence. I never watched it. I I just didn't know what happened to it because it was popular for like. A year and then disappeared. My opinion, Clarence is notches above um, Uncle Grandpa. All right. I'd agree. My Cartoon Network tier list. All right. Adventure Time, S tier. Regular Show, S tier. Clarence, S tier. Uncle Grandpa, C tier. Oh man! Uh, Craig of the Creek's good. That's a new one. 
That that's a solid A tier. All right. Whatever happened to the Loud House? Wasn't there like a show called The Loud House? Loud House is Nickelodeon, man. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Speaking of Nickelodeon, uh, Paramount Plus launched. Oh. You can get a month free trial with no ads. It's oh. It's ten dollars a month without ads, and it's five with ads. But right now, I'm rocking that free trial for a month. Bro, there's so many. Every Nickelodeon show, well, most Nickelodeon shows. There's so many streaming services at this point. Oh, crazy. All right. Back to the last episode, the console wars. So, all right. Walmart, they were restocking um, on the 4th, which was yesterday at the time of recording. I was very close. All right. It was, uh, I don't know which restock this was. I think it was the 331. All right. It restocked. Oh, you I clicked add to cart. It got in my cart. I was so hyped. But then it was out of stock. But it stayed in my cart. So I waited till the next restock because they were doing it every 10 minutes. Waited till the next one. I clicked checkout. I went to the checkout screen. It had me check out, gave me the price and everything. I entered the details really quick. I was like, oh my God, I got it. And it was the disc one. I was so excited. As soon as I clicked checkout, entered my address and everything, it said out of stock. Try again later. Exited in my cart. And I couldn't get one in my cart after that. You have no idea how angry I was. Oh, no. Trust me, brother. I get you. I tried getting the digital one like four or five times. And every single time I've always gotten it in my cart. Have you gotten it and entered your details? The first time I was able to start putting in the details, but then uh, Walmart crashed. Walmart. Um, then the second time, yeah, the entire company of Walmart crashed. Um, the second time I had it, I had the, most of the details in, and then it crashed again. Oh, God. And then, and then the third one, I was in the checkout, and then it said out of stock. Hmm. No, no. The fourth one, I did. I just, I had just opened up Walmart, and they were already out of stock. It was like one minute thirty seconds. All right. Well, here's some news. I I heard this. I'm pretty sure I I heard this. Every Friday at ten to eleven a.m., which I think that might be, might be Eastern time. Best Buy Reese probably every Friday. Either 11. Eastern. Keep on. So I heard that they restocked the PlayStations every Friday, uh, 10 to 11 a.m. Uh, they've been doing that for a couple weeks. So if you want one, go look for that. On Walmart? Oh, on Best Buy. Oh. You gotta drive there and pick it up. But I'd say it's worth it because it's only like 30 minutes away. Oh, yeah. No, I think I might start driving there on Fridays. Yep. Well, no, they don't get them in store on Fridays. You got to order them online. Oh, and then you go pick it up. At least that's if they're doing it at our games, uh, not our GameStop, our Best Buy, or if it's like only certain stores in the area. I'm sure there's one. Got to be thirty. The one near. Yeah. But yeah. They just keep doing these surprise drops and surprise drops. 
I don't like that supply, surprise drops. No, 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 no. That's not nice. That's not nice, man. <laughs> you can't surprise me like that. I wouldn't be prepared. But it was already done when it, before you even read it, so I deleted it. Dang. I didn't want you to be angry that you just missed that message. Yo, I missed... Um... <laughs> That's that explains why I got a message from you earlier and it didn't pop up. I don't think I ever replied though, because I was too busy talking to you. Oh, I'm all out of Pepsi the... now. I'm kind of sad. Oh, you're out of Pepsi. Dang, I should have grabbed one. I don't want to go outside. But I'm sure we're nearing the end. I was recording in my room, like my actual room, last time. That's where I dropped the mic. <laughs> you dropped the mic, bro. Yeah. Dang, you didn't really, you didn't have to do it to him. Yeah. Uh, but I think um that might be all the topics that we have. I could go on to talk about for honor, but we haven't even played that a lot, so. Yeah, I think I think this is it. Actually, no, we're not done yet. Let's get into Uh-oh. the dimension talk that we were talking about earlier. Oh no. Not the dimensions. So, Daniel and I both came across this video of a high school kid explaining. Watched it. Explaining the you watched it? No, I didn't. Oh, explaining the dimensions. Now he saved it. I watched it, and this kid's pretty smart. This kid's very, very smart. Um, I shouldn't say kid, because, I mean, I'm just about his age, so, but, um, he basically explains each dimension and how the person, how a person or an organism in that dimension would perceive the world, and he obviously mentioned the first dimension as an organism being able to go left and right because that's all that a first dimension world would be. Um, a second dimension world, you would perceive things as first dimension, but you'd be able to go up, down, left, right. In a third dimensional world, which is where we are right now, we perceive things in the second dimension. So if you were to look right now at things... We're just seeing it in the second dimension. We're seeing it in the, in the second dimension. Now, you could say it's third dimension, but you can't actually perceive it's third dimension. dimension. So you could say it's the third dimension, but you aren't perceiving it as if it were. You would have to go to the fourth dimension to perceive things in the third dimension, which would add more depth. Correct? Precisely. So the third, so, so in the first dimension, it's just a straight line. Yeah. And well, the second it, dimension is it, a first it's a flat plane. Is there like no dimension because where do you lose that dimension because second dimension you're still in the first dimension would that mean that there's no difference between the first and second dimension or is there just i have no idea how a first dimension organism would even perceive the universe or the world around them that's insane to think about it's changing your entire reality you would literally have to be out of your body. It would be an out-of-body experience to be in any other dimension because you only know the third slash second dimension. 
you perceive the second dimension, but you know the third dimension. It's crazy to think about, too, because if you've heard of a tesseract, that is the fourth dimension. It's just... Yeah, there's so much depth to it. It's to a point where you just can't go any further. Is there an infinite amount of dimensions? I don't think so. I I have no idea. There has to be a limit between what you can and cannot see. There's got to be a limit. Consult Neil deGrasse Tyson for that one. Man, sometimes he explains movies and people get mad at him. I might have to actually look into Neil deGrasse Tyson and see if there's anything on dimensions from him. Like dimensional. Because he might actually be able to explain that very well. I mean, I really crazy. I just watched a couple of videos and researched. I, I'm not the best source for all that. Yeah. But there's got to... I Personally, I believe that there has to be a limit between the dimensions. It can't keep going. So that, Almost definitely. Dimension. I feel like the fourth dimension, fourth to fifth, might be the limit. Like, I don't think there's any way you could perceive the world any more different than a literal tesseract. Whether it be the... I mean, you can't, you can't even fathom the fourth dimension. Like, you can't even try to even uh, describe what the... Or not describe, but think of what the fourth dimension would be like. I do not think that human beings will ever be able to move beyond the third dimension. I think that it is infinitely impossible. Because in order to do that, Almost definitely. you have to rewrite genetic code. You would have to manually change everything. It wouldn't work. I don't think it's physically possible ever in whatever reality to be able to, or not in whatever reality, but whatever instance, to change your physical form and dimension. You can't just delete your depth and go into the second dimension or the first dimension. It's not possible. I mean, whatsoever. there was a way. Would you really want to do that? Because that would be literally blowing your mind. You wouldn't know how to perceive things. Well, you'd be getting used to things all over again. Yeah, and it, Everything you once knew would all change in an instant. If you continue to go back between the second and third dimension... What would that do to your psychological being? I don't think that you could continue to live that way. I think you even that would be weird, man. Because your brain would have to readjust. You would have to learn things over again. You would have to learn to walk over again. You would have to learn, possibly even to talk, because your vocal cords could I... be different in that dimension. That would be weird. Um, to th- actually, whenever you say you'd have to learn how to walk, that brings up a really good point because in the fourth dimension, whenever you perceive things in the third dimension, you'd be able to look through things probably more than likely, which means how would you know what is the ground and what is a ledge? And how would you live? How, how, how would you live? You wouldn't know I don't, how to. Breathe. I don't. I don't think you'd be able to make it if you switch dimensions you'd like that. You'd have to that. be born and raised in that dimension. You'd have to build from the ground up. You There would be no tutorial. There would be no one teaching you how to do that. And 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's no tutorials on how to live in the fourth yeah, dimension. You can yet. look it up, but I don't think you'll find anything. <laughs> how to live in the fourth dimension <laughs> by slime sickle. <laughs> it's just it's crazy to think about. Cause is it might even has because civilization, it's possible that they could have been more advanced than we are at the current moment. But a natural disaster, like uh, the asteroid, planetary devastation, like uh, New Zealand, there's a whole other part of New Zealand that is sunk underground so far, and su- not sunk underground, sunk underwater, so far that they can't recover it. Oof. So New Zealand used to be, like, massive, but it, the sea level continued to rise, and New Zealand continued to drop and drop, and now it it's makes you wonder was the earth ever just a complete landmass and then somehow it just washed out and humanity reset itself then and it's, it's it's just crazy to think about well i mean i think that's a lot of mind blowing for today <laughs> well because the egyptians how did they find a way to line the pyramids up with the stars it's they had to have had some sort of advancement that we haven't discovered yet either that or i don't know they had some primitive form of advanced technology well you don't even know if it was primitive it could have been more civilized than we can imagine at this moment because we had to rebuild have you seen i don't know why this made me think of that but my my grandpa had been talking about it. Have you seen there's this documentary going around where they're trying to find out what actually happened to Hitler because they think that Hitler did not shoot himself? I've no, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, no, people theorize that Hitler did not shoot himself and actually he went to live out the rest of his days on a tiny island because. Americans weren't the ones that actually found Hitler, it was the Russians. That so so we're going off of what they said. Yeah, do you really do you really want to trust them? I mean and then we immediately went into a Cold War almost. Like right after With the yeah. Russians. So you. they could have made all of that up. It could have just not been true. That's crazy. I know, right? Anyways, that's a lot of mind blowing. Yeah, I don't think I can do any more of this tonight. I gotta hit the sack and uh, right. maybe process right. this all in the morning. All right. Well, it's good having you on. Um, I I, I enjoyed being. Colton, uh, aren't you starting your podcast thing? I may start my own podcast. I'm thinking about it. It's called a history of dot, dot, dot. or the history of dot dot dot. Probably has some people on talk about history. We have another friend who enjoys history, so we might have him on there. Um, if I do start, I'm thinking about talking about the Napoleonic Wars. <laughs> there's a really fun. There's a lot of fun stories in that one, and there's a fun way to talk about it. So, the Napoleonic Wars might be what we're talking about in the first episode if that happens. Uh, we also talk about games. Um, 
enjoy coffee. I'm probably I'm probably gonna be doing these podcasts in the morning, so I'd be enjoying my coffee. <laughs> and uh sometimes maybe even playing D D because that is another interest of our group. Alright, well it's good having you on. Um Thank you for having yeah. me on. Um new episode uh gonna be out probably the day after this releases. So stay tuned for that and I'll see y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for watching and thank you, Colton, for being here. See you guys.